With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. back everybody episode 161 of rams up and this episode dedicated to a review of super bowl 57 the chiefs 38 the eagles 35 and we'll wrap things up with some news and notes and we will highlight the fact that this is our two-year anniversary episode or pretty close anyways we'll share some thoughts on that as well but about this super bowl you ever been to a great movie or watched a great series on TV, walking away from the end or the final episode, thinking to yourself, wow, I really enjoyed myself until that ending. It kind of sucked, and that's how I felt about this Super Bowl. It looked like it was going to be a classic. Let's watch the Chiefs kick a field goal with less than two minutes left, giving themselves a three-point lead, and then we'll see what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles can do. Can they pull off some magic? win this on a final drive or maybe send it to overtime. But no, we got a holding penalty. A holding penalty that even the accused admitted was the right call, but I'm watching that play. It was inconsequential in my mind. It did not look like it had any impact on the play. Mahomes was just chucking that ball away, and it was a borderline foul anyways. 
So disappointing. I know Chiefs fans were probably thrilled, but the rest of us, we were deprived of what could have been the most classic Super Bowl of all time. And it's going to go down in history as a great Super Bowl, very good game, lousy ending. Kind of like The Sopranos, although I actually like the ending. Or that last episode of Game of Thrones kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. This is how we're wrapping things up. Not a fan. And Patrick Mahomes, they lose by 30 without this guy. He was the real difference in this game. And Andy Reid, drawn up plays at setting his guys free, walking into the end zone a couple of times. Mahomes and Reid, what a combination. Let's look at Mahomes. Through five seasons as a starter, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVP awards, two NFL MVP awards, three Super Bowl appearances, five AFC Championship games, five Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, NFL Offensive Player of the Year, and 12-plus wins in every season. And on top of that, he's pretty likable. Unlike some other quarterbacks, I'll leave their names out of this. And for the Eagles, you got to think they feel like this is one that got away. They looked like the better team. They kept the Chiefs in it with that fumble and scoop and score. Still led by 10, though. But the Chiefs got it together in the second half. Boy, did they. And then that punt return, that was really what sealed the deal. Made it really difficult for the Eagles to pull it off at the end here. And then that penalty, of course. Some observations. The Eagles had no sacks. Again, that goes back to Mahomes and Reed drawing up plays, getting rid of the ball quick. Mahomes much more mobile than we expected with that sore ankle. Had a big run late in the game. Isaiah Pacheco averaged 5.1 yards per carry, 76 yards total. He was a difference maker in this game, kind of under the radar but he really did make a difference. He was the only player that had an impact on this game on the ground, aside from the two quarterbacks, that is. The other running backs, much ado about nothing. And the Chiefs, you know, we always think of Tyreek Hill and these other great wide receivers they've had, Sammy Watkins. They did it without a big-time producer at wide receiver in this game. Smith-Schuster finished with seven catches for 53 yards. Kelsey, of course, had 81 yards. And on defense, two guys that really stood out, Nick Bolton. He flashed several times for the Chiefs out of the safety position. And his counterpart on the Eagles, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Wow, (laughs) what a hit he laid on Pacheco. Both these guys left their mark on this game. I mentioned Pacheco being the only running back that impacted this game. Aside from the Hurts, Eagles ball carriers, 17 carries for 45 yards, The receivers did some damage. Deonta Smith, 100 yards. A.J. Brown, 96 yards. Goddard, 60 yards on the Chiefs' side. It was really just Kelsey with the 81 yards receiving. And I don't know what happened to Valdez Scantling. 116 yards in the AFC Championship game. Zero targets in this game. But sadly, what are we going to remember from this game? We'll remember that scoop and score. We'll remember the punt return. We'll remember Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes making incredible plays throughout the course of this game. But the last thing I will remember is the borderline holding call that pretty much put an end to a great game. Very anticlimactic. 
it was just like all the air got let out of the room I was watching it in. Oh well, this game's over. We're not going to see that great ending we were all anticipating. Everybody saw it coming. Hold the Chiefs here. Force the field goal and let the fun begin. Didn't happen. We'll be back in a second to wrap things up. And then later on this week, we'll get back to looking at draft prospects, looking at Ram position groups, and sharing some more mock drafts. And hopefully sometime next week, we will share our interview with Jason Bailey of the South End Zone podcast. He's an expert on college football prospects. We're going to have a nice discussion with him, trying to highlight guys the Rams should be interested in, racking and stacking players at positions of need. It's all about getting ready for the NFL draft. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer, with tons of ways to bet on all of your favorite sports. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's wrap things up with some Rams news and notes. Foremost on all of our minds is Tory Holt once again being passed over for the Hall of Fame. Pretty disappointed over here at Rams Up. Thought for sure he was going to be in. Most of the pundits were predicting this would be the year for Tory, and it turned out it wasn't. Rondé Barber, Ken Riley, but no Tory Holt. Are you kidding me? Don't get it. Sometimes I wonder if it's just this anti-Ram contingent that's in the Hall of Fame already that Terry Bradshaw and the 49er crowd. I can only guess. All these guys get votes. Tory Holt deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I expressed my sentiment on that with a YouTube short the other day. I think that captured how I feel pretty accurately. I keep these podcasts really clean, so I'm I'm going to move on before I break that rule. Let me just say one more time, I can't say it more emphatically, Tory Holt is a Hall of Famer in my book. The one thing they did get right, fortunately, Don Coryell finally inducted into the Hall of Fame. The mastermind behind the Air Coryell offense and so many great offenses branched out from that. This guy should have been in 10 years ago as far as I'm concerned. I've been calling for it for several years. They finally got that right, at least. The award show, I don't really pay too much attention to these. If there's Rams that are going to be getting awards, I may tune in and watch a little bit. But it was posted on social media that Micah Parsons got zero votes for Defensive Player of the Year. I could get Boza edging him out by two or three votes. I'd be okay with that. I get it. But Parsons get zero votes? To me, that's just preposterous. I don't understand. And obviously, I'm no Cowboy fan, but Micah Parsons is the best defensive player 
in the league if Aaron Donald is not playing. Donald won, Parsons two, and nobody else don't get it. And another joke, Bill's coach Sean McDermott gets seven votes for coach of the year. If they held that vote after that opening night Thursday at SoFi against the Rams, hey, I'm all in. Sean McDermott is coach of the year. He had his team pumped and primed and ready to destroy the defending Super Bowl champions. But let's look how their season ended, how they did down the stretch. Not so good. They really faltered for a team that everybody was penciling in for the Super Bowl. No, Sean McDermott's a fine coach. He doesn't deserve a single vote for Coach of the Year, though. Some coaching news that impacts the Rams. The Indianapolis Colts apparently will be naming Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen as their new head coach, waiting for the Super Bowl to be over, so we'll probably hear that. You may have heard it already. And how does that impact the Rams? Well, my guess is it means Raheem Morris, who is a candidate for that job, will be returning as the Rams' defensive coordinator, unless there's a surprise in the works. And Rams assistant coach Thomas Brown getting a second interview with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their offensive coordinator opening. The one thing I have enjoyed over the past week is the noise coming out of 49er Nation. Not a good look for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey suggesting the game against the Eagles was stolen from them. I think he was just using the wrong words to express something he was feeling. I can only guess. I don't know what he means. Nobody stole that from him. Yeah, sure, they lost their quarterback, and that really hurts. But I don't think that qualifies as a theft of a conference championship. And then Debo Samuel talking crap about the Eagles after that loss, specifically calling James Bradbury the Eagles trash when asked his opinion. 49ers are developing this weird culture that, let's just say it's not a classy one. I'll leave it at that. And now they got more quarterback problems. Brock Purdy, when's he going to be ready? Is Trey Lance the answer? 49ers have a great roster. They're going to be a tough team to deal with next year, but they are definitely going to have to deal with some of these internal issues, and they're going to lose some free agents as well. And remember, they've surrendered a lot of draft picks, so they could draft Trey Lance and for Christian McCaffrey as well, going all in for that NFC West title, as it were. I'm sorry, I I couldn't help myself. Hopefully you're following our mock drafts on the YouTube channel. Right now, we are in the middle of a mock draft experiment. We're doing edge rusher, tight end, cornerback in every possible order, followed by defensive line. These are my mock drafts 9, 10, 11, and 12. We'll get to 13 probably this week. And the results are kind of interesting. I've come away with three different edge rushers, four different tight ends, four different cornerbacks, and four different defensive linemen. Now, the first three, you'd expect the shuffling there because of drafting a different order more or less every time. But the defensive linemen, different guys popping up every time. The intent here is to finish these six mock drafts, and then we'll make an assessment which one made the most sense, which approach worked out better for the Rams. And then it's early for this. Our opinions on some of these players are going to change. 
simulators and draft boards are going to change as well, especially after the combine. And we're going to learn a lot more from our guest in this coming week that's going to come on board and discuss a bunch of these prospects with us. But still fun, still educational. Check it out. We'll continue this for a couple more weeks till we get these six mock drafts done. Hey, but we're going to be doing mock drafts all spring long. It's just too much fun. Check about on the YouTube channel. You can follow along as I make selections on most of these drafts. And lastly, just to pump up the podcast here a little bit, our two-year anniversary is upon us. And it's just been a ride. It's been a lot of fun. Just want to thank all of you listeners out there for joining us. Hey, I'd do this if I only had three listeners. It's just too much fun. We're just going to keep on trying to improve it. Have more guests, a little bit more variety, and get that YouTube channel going as well. Just want to thank you all for listening. And if you're on the YouTube channel, giving us a watch as well. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamahama. Hama.